changing your corner of the universe change the world? We think so. You've heard the quote, be the change you want to see in the world. But what does that look like? This is where we meet the people that are walking that out. One person, one idea, one decision at a time. Here's Vaden and Rex. Welcome back to another episode of My Corner of the Universe. Today, we interviewed Heather Lean, who is a children's author, and we spoke with her about the process of going from an idea to illustration all the way through publishing. Her book is about to be released here in the next couple months, probably pre-sales coming later in this month, um, and just really got great insight into how you find inspiration, how you deal with doubt, how you deal with haters, how you move forward, and how the process of following your dreams becomes an inspiration, not only to yourself, but to your kids as well. It was just truly an inspiring interview and some of the things that she's doing. Yeah, it really was. And not only can you see the life change that she's had in her in the last year of her life, but you can also see how this was a really healing thing for her uh, to be able to, uh, you know, mourn the passing of her mother and have that as inspiration of the book, but also just how by doing that, a tidal wave of change has kind of happened in her life, being a lawyer as her daytime job yeah. to an author. Yeah. Gosh, what a different, um, world she must live in from <laughs> the legal world of law to children's author, you know, yeah. especially the way that she's grown in this process to, be able to deal with you know negativity or deal with following your dreams. And she talks about how there's all these things that she sees now that she didn't see or do before, before she really started getting on this um, track of personal growth and, and following your dreams. Um, just an incredible story of uh, just moving forward in life. Yep, it really is. And you know, she kind of talks about the process of support she had. So even if you're not wanting to be an author, but you have something else that you want to do. I think it's just a good example of like how support can really help you achieve those goals. And by doing so, it just can lead to a lot more than, uh, you know, what we have that self doubt all the time kind mm-hmm. of telling you they can't do it. And that's where the support kind of comes in and says, you got this. Yeah. I also love how she talked about um, her initial idea for writing the book came from, she was listening to Napoleon Hill and, and it was just one of those things. It's like when something pops in your head, and you think that idea has legs, like act on it, jump on yeah. it. You know, you got to do it. Like it's, it's uncomfortable. It's tough. It's hard. It's scary, but you just have to do it. You know, otherwise that dream fizzles off and it dies and, you know, and dreams are powerful. We have to be able to jump on them and take action. Yep. It really is. A, she took action and, you know, she had a, a deadline and it's awesome because sometimes when you put yourself out there to be accountable to something like that, you just figure out a way to get things done. And so pretty soon she's going to have a book on on store shelves and on Amazon. And I'm sure she's going to get tons of feedback from people of how they've helped their kids deal with some of those, you know, life issues. That's that's hard, but yeah. everyone has to deal with. Yep, absolutely. So I hope this this interview and Heather's book inspires you to take action yeah. Um, to follow whatever dream it is that you have to make a change in your world. And then after that, you can come on our podcast and we can interview you about that change that you just <laughs> did. So yeah. uh, with that, you guys, make sure you're subscribing to the podcast. Leave us some reviews. These all things help us out, which also helps out every single person that we interview. The more exposure yeah. that we get, the more exposure that our interviewees get. So um, make sure you're, you're sharing the content, you're subscribing, you're writing good reviews. 
Um, and yeah, hope you guys enjoy the episode with Heather Lean. All right. Today, we have the pleasure of interviewing Heather Lean, who is an author, a brand new author of a book called Angel Grandma. Welcome to the show, Heather. Thank you guys for having me. So it's a pleasure being here. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Have you been a aspiring author for a long time? Uh, not at all, actually. I am I'm actually a, a lawyer full time. Okay. And I've been practicing for, I guess, about seven years now and working in the industry I'm working in for almost 20. Um, but the, the long story short is that, um, you know, I, I recently lost my mom in April mm-hmm. and, uh, thank you. And, and, and after that, um, you know, the, 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 after the, the grief and the, and that period of time, I just was kind of like in between, you know, everyone kind of goes back to normal life and I was struggling and, um, the, you know, it kind of, I think in, in, in the interim, like I definitely needed some to take some time and kind of, you know, grieve and, and move on from that process. But I didn't, I have two small children. So it's kind of back to work right away. Um, and then, you know, out of the blue, someone on Instagram kind of like messaged me and it was, uh, from, uh, a children's orphanage in, in Africa. And then just for some reason, I kind of clicked on it and I I was like reading about them. And um, I got, you know, uh, I was like, oh, let me just send them a little bit of money. And, um, you know, I I got the most beautiful uh, video message from them within like a couple of days saying like, we love you. And then my name and they had a sign and it was Mm, it was just this beautiful thing. And I was looking at it with my with my daughter at the time. And, you know, I started like crying. and She's like, what are you? crying about and she saw the you know the video and she's like oh she was so interested and then you know i think within a day i was like kind of driving in my car and i was listening to napoleon hill i don't know if it was think and grow rich or the law of success but um you know one of the things he says is if an idea comes to you you know if intuition whatever you want to call right. it um mm-hmm. you know successful people take that and they run with it they don't just dismiss it and walk away but they make a decision quickly and they change it infrequently. They stick with it. So driving, I'm thinking, you know, maybe I can write a book about, I don't know, just about gratitude and like the feeling that I had when I gave to these children Uh and my daughter, you know, she's at that age where everything she sees on TV, she wants, and I want this. And Mm -hmm. it's so like frustrating Mm -hmm. trying to be instilling your children, like the, the theory of gratitude. And it just kind of came to me like, oh, you know, I can give them money here and there, which I will. Um, but what if I wrote a book and I can kind of donate proceeds or, you know, um, for this charity, for other charities and, you know, as a longstanding thing, like in perpetuity or whatnot. And I, um, I was like, oh, you know, then I started Googling it. And I, don't, I mean, the, you know, Google doesn't have all the answers, but mm-hmm. people were like, oh, authors don't make any money. It's not like really. So I'm like, I'm already in my head saying, oh, the doubt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Out that, that voice coming in and I'm like, no, you know, I'm still listening to, you know, Napoleon Hill and he's like, you got to stick with it. So I'm like, you know what, let me just give it a shot. And, um, that's kind of where it started from. Um, obviously that, that, you know, the initial point of uh, my grief and then seeing something like that, I mean, it just, it touched me so much, you know, at the time people, everyone grieves differently, but, yeah. um, yeah, I mean, I definitely, I didn't give myself time at all. 
and, you know, I was like shopping, doing things that I knew wasn't going to fill my heart or make me, um, or help me. And when I saw that, I don't know, it just, I, my, my daughter even saw it. She's like, Oh, can we send, you know, stuff to the kids? And, and it, it made her happy. And I just, mm. so the whole book was actually this, that's so angel Graham was not even the first book that I wrote. Um, it's the first book that I'm publishing. Okay. <laughs> the first book that I wrote was actually about the true story, the interaction between us and the children who I'm still, I still talk to him to this day, you know, we're oh, still nice. friendly, I still give, and it's such, you know, and he's like, how's the books going? And, you know, we're, we're rooting for you. We're praying for you. It's just, it's such an amazing feeling that these people, you know, across the world are, and I, who have never met are, are right. praying for me yeah. and supporting me. And, you know, that's something you can't, you can buy a million shoes and bags and it's never going to give you that fulfillment that right. that's given to me. So I was like, you know what? These kids are relying on me. People are relying on me. I'm, I'm going to follow through with this. So the idea to go with Angel Grandma um, first was because my mom's passing was in April 4th. So my whole idea was to get this book out before her, um, you know, oh, I love she, it. Mm-hmm. right before her birthday was actually her birthday was one day after she passed away. So I'm like, before her birthday or before her passing, I got to get this out. And that was my push to myself. Um, because, you know, there's a lot of hiccups along the way. Yeah. So I'm like, I, I was very motivated to get that quickly. So that's, that's kind a of great deadline. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So in actuality, you had written two books in this year, correct? I mean, one published, but actually written two in a year. That's pretty impressive. Well, it's actually, it's, it's funny because that, that was the first book I wrote about the, the gratitude with the, with the children in the orphanage. And um, I've actually written almost nine. Wow. But, wow. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm uh, illustrated that, you know, the, the writing the books part is it kind of came to me a little bit, you know, easier. The marketing is a whole nother story. But, right. Um, I do have to say just to, just to back up. I mean, I did like even before I um, heard from the, 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 the man, his name is Greg in, in uh, Africa. I, you know, I think I, this was like before at kind of everything I, I did a meditation and, and it's funny because everyone's like, you need to like go, you know, talk to somebody and grief counselor this. And I'm, I'm not discounting that people should, but right. you know, between juggling, working full time and, and with my kids and we have, you know, we don't have a lot of family. So I was just like, I don't really have the time, but I saw something about a meditation and you know, without saying the name of the, the guy who leads it and whatnot, it's, it, I was like, let me give this a shot. And it just opens up a whole new world for me, seriously, because I, for the first time, I kind of, whatever the session was, 20 minutes, I, I quieted my mind. And mm-hmm. that was like intense, just all the stress and the worry, the anxiety, you know, it was, it was like pivotal. To, it was like life changing to me. So I've pretty much kept that up since, August and I've, I'm not consistent with really anything, but I think being able to, and you know, Hill talks about this too, being able to quiet the mind mm-hmm. and to like let things come to you. Whereas, you know, in the constant state of, um, you know, being controlled by your thoughts and your anxiety and your worry and what's happening next, you know, nothing great can come to you when you're thinking all, all about the next worry about the next thing and, and you can't quiet your mind. So I think the books, um, you know, the people that, that I've met, I think that's all has come a, a, as a result of me, like becoming in a more relaxed state. Cause I don't think I would have maybe opened up that email if I wasn't, you know, a little bit 
less, you know, uh, controlled by my thoughts and thinking, oh, this is a scam or whatever, you know. Yeah. Um, so I definitely think that's helped me. Um, yeah, in my, I could, I could see yeah. just for, for everyone out there, we're all so busy and we all have so much stimulation between screens and work and kids. And, you know, you can't hear God's voice if you have all this chatter. And right. um, that's a great story for people out there that want to start uh, meditating or having quiet time for themselves. Gosh, that is a great example of what it can do in your life. And and I love it. And I honestly, like I said, I'm, I'm you can ask my friends and family, I'm, little, I'm kind of like the least consistent when it comes to like working <laughs> out or doing any, anything that's like really good for me because I just make excuses. You know, I need all oh, my kids need me or I don't have the time every night. I, you know, it's turn on meditation and, and I'll fall asleep or whatever, but it just it relaxes you. People need an outlet to quiet themselves. If it's mm-hmm. working out, whatever it is, you can't, you have to give that time to yourself. And this is the time that I gave to me. And I think it's opened like a world of opportunity because I was able to, you know, relax the, and quiet my mind. And then other things came to me. So like I, I woke up one night and I had a whole book in my head, you know, I like, I wrote, I, I woke up and I just started writing down um, things that came to me. I don't know if I was, you know, my a dream or kind of like in between that time, but I was like, Oh, that's a really good idea for a book. And I kind of just woke up and wrote it down. So, you know, and it's, um, it's been so fulfilling to me, you know, and besides the grief and then being able to cope with that, it's given me such an outlet that's been, um, you know, I, I just feel very fulfilled, you know, it, like regardless of where this goes, I, I, I just, it's, you know, angel grandma was a, a poem that I wrote and um, I wrote it for myself and my children because, you know, we, we are trying to all cope. Um, and it's just, a, it's just a poem about like never ending love. So I'm like, if it helps any, like one kid, one parent, uh, you know, I, I already feel fulfilled. So, and, and I've yeah. seen that people have yeah. said it, you know, it's a beautiful book. So I'm, I'm very happy. Yeah. yeah. You kind of touched on it, but I wanted to ask just in case you have any other tips, but nine books in a year is so impressive. And I think a lot of people, they think, Hey, I should write a book. But then that's followed up a lot of times with, okay, now what do I want to write about? So what are any other tips? And you might be, you know, a lot of the motivation, but what is it that you did to find your place to get the inspiration to come up with these ideas and the storylines for the books? Well, I think, I think a lot of it is, um, you know, just if like, like Hill or like, um, you know, Proctor says, if something comes to you, like, just, just write it down. Like you don't have to, you know, have a, you know, amazing book from the start, just, a, just an idea, like write it down. Like sometimes it'll all come to me like a title. Like I know the title of a book um, I want to write. But I don't know what to write in it yet, but I know like what the uh, subject mm-hmm. or I'll have a line that comes to me, like a, like almost like a chorus line from the book. And I know that I want that to be the central theme and I'll just write that down, but I don't have the rest of it written. So you can kind of go, um, you know, start from the beginning, start from the end, start from the middle, wherever it is, just start, just write something and then go back to it. And then as things come to you, you know, go back to it. And a lot of the books I've written have been from that. Um, Angel Grandma was just like, I knew in my heart, like the things that I wanted to write, but I've been putting it off because it was, you know, very cathartic to me. And I didn't feel like crying, writing something, Mm. but you know, as I wrote it down, I, I, I was, you know, those emotions did come, but it, it, I wrote it like in a day. It was um, very quick. But the other ones, um, you know, just an idea. And I have to say, <clears throat> it's funny because, 
you know, my husband kind of, he, he, he's very supportive and stuff, but like when I tell him some things, he's like, oh, it's probably just a coincidence, you know, and, <laughs> mm-hmm. and I get it, you know, I get it. Cause, um, I've, you know, we both were not very religious, but I've been on this, this path and it's been very spiritually healing for me. And so one day I was, um, you know, just talking about like how ideas come to you. I was in the supermarket and I'm like by myself for a change, no kids or husband or whatever. And I'm shopping and I'm, my mom used to have like this, like she used to make this like concoction of a salad dressing. I don't know. It was like this creamy dressing and like vinegar and she mixed it. And I know no one else who's ever (laughs) done that, but I'm in the produce aisle and I see the salad dressing and I'm just thinking about her and thinking about her the whole trip. And then as I'm checking out at the cash register, um, and, and I love, you know, sometimes they have the balloons at the ends of the, sorry, the, at the, uh, at the ends of the conveyor belt. Mm-hmm. And this, I love you balloon gets stuck in the conveyor belt and it's like being pulled mm. all the way up to the cashier. She had to like take it out. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. You know, I'm thinking my mom wow. and then as I'm, yeah. as I'm leaving, um, I'm going to my car and, you know, with my groceries and um i just saw like a trail of feathers like on the floor and i saw a couple of feathers coming from the sky but i just i didn't see where the bird was hit or where there was a bird and i was like oh okay and you know at the time i had a line in my head that came to me and it's in the book angel grandma um i walk alongside you i leave a trail of feathers make no mistake about it we are always together and that just popped in my head as i'm like seeing that and you know, I, I put it in the book. So, um, just things like, I think if you're aware and you're more open to things like inspiration is there for everybody. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, you just have to be open to receiving it and seeing it. Yeah. That's powerful. It's really, it's, it's so incredible. It's like switching your, your paradigm really kind of like what we had just talked about with Peggy on our last interview. Um, because you could have that situation and you can always sit there and say, ah, it's just coincidence. Ah, oh, it's nothing. It's nothing. But really, it's because we have a fear that we're going to be wrong in what we think. What if we just change our paradigm to say, like, wow, no, this isn't just a coincidence. There's something greater here. You know, there's this is a, a way that, you know, in yours, this is the way my mom is, is speaking to me. Right. And the exact same thing happens either way. It's just how you receive all mm. of those signs. And one way leaves you walking out being, oh, what a weird coincidence, and you move on with your life. And the other way leaves you saying, wow, this is an incredible experience that right. just happened to me. And right. it's all just the paradigm that we switch in our mind to change what we, you know, what we see. Right. And I'd rather, I'd rather live you know, believing wonderful things than always discounting it, which, mm-hmm. which, I, which I did just you know, a few short months ago. I'd say the same thing. Oh, it's just like a silly coincidence. And I toss it off. But you know, at this time, I went home and I wrote it down and I'm like, this is my mom. She's with me. And this is, you know, what the book is about. And, and uh, yeah, I mean, I just think there's inspiration everywhere. Just taking some time to like, look at the sky, you know, look at the clouds, like just be calm for a few minutes and, and take it in because it is there. There's, be- there's beauty all around us, but you're too busy and too occupied with your thoughts. You're never going to see it. Yeah. It sounds like you've you've switched on a different part of your brain being a, a lawyer, you yes. know, and then now all of a sudden you're like really just being able to, um, and, and I'm sure the writing has been therapy, let alone the meditation, but the writing and just being able to like, wow, I'm going to use this other part of my brain that maybe has been on the shelf for a while. Oh, uh, yeah. 
Definitely. <laughs> I mean, it's funny because I, I have, you know, you forget how many people see your Facebook page or your posts or whatever. And people who aren't even necessarily uh, that I'm, you know, friends with quote unquote on Facebook, um, you know, I'm walking into court. I'm like, oh, how many people have seen my page? But, and I used to be so concerned about, um, and that's like another wonderful thing that this has, has taught me between, you know, working with Peggy and um, doing the lessons and, you know, kind of changing your paradigm and, and the way you see yourself. I, you know, I would, I would judge myself, critique myself so hard. And even um, <clears throat> at one point they're like, you need to create a Facebook page for your author page. And I'm like, oh, I don't really want to do that, but I did it. <laughs> and then, you know, and then they're like, okay, well now you need to invite people. And I'm like, Ugh, like I had one person that knew about it, but I didn't tell anybody else. <laughs> I'm sitting there and it was like such a, it was such a, it was such a, a wonderful moment because I'm sitting there with my son who was, you know, who's under the weather and it's like a little baby in my arms. And then I'm sitting here trying to invite people to my Facebook page and I'm like, okay, deselect this one. They're not going to want to like it. Deselect this one. They're not going to like it. I don't want to send it to this person. I'm like, what am I doing? I just right. like, what am I, I have a sick kid. I'm like, just send to all. Oh yeah. 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 They don't like it. Big deal. And it was like that moment where I just like, I found myself. I'm like, I don't care. Like not that. I mean, I want people to love it, but I'm not ruling myself by their expectations or judgments of me anymore. And that in and of itself of this, you know, if this process for me it has been amazing because in, in that, you know, you inspire more people because now you're showing I'm not afraid, you know, the people I've gotten some critiques, you know, Oh, angel like you know I, I would be really upset if my kid was read that in a school it goes against my beliefs and i'm like it's you know it's just a, it's just a poem about about never ending love but that's your opinion that's fine and right. i have to not get upset because everyone's gonna have an opinion and people yeah. are gonna not like it or not resonate with it but you know when when you're able to kind of like brush it off and you know peggy peggy even talked talked about that and some of her lessons she's like i i was like attached she was like people were telling me i'm you know this and that and she's like okay you know you like you send them love whatever and, and move on you know mm, just right. do what you have to do don't let it derail you and i think that's i'm learning that little by little even coming on a podcast and like you know i'm, I'm growing so much in this process and you know even even bob proctor says it's not about the goals, who you've become in the process. Right. And I've become a different person than I was just five months ago, you know? That's great. So, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. So run us through the process of, because I think there's a lot of people who listen to us who would like to be authors right. on completing your book. And then what do you do? How do you go from an idea to writing that book to then getting published? Yeah, you have this idea. What was your next step? Okay. So, yeah. So I, so when I wrote the poem, I, um, I found an illustrator and, you know, there's a lot of groups you can find on Facebook. You know, for me, it was, it was uh, children's um, group illustrators and authors. And I was able to find my illustrator through that. And, you know, we designed an idea, like my idea, it was very specific. I just saw, um, if you kind of know like the Norman Rockwell kind of like oil painting kind of um, art that I, I, I saw a few images. I was like, Oh, this is so lovely. You know, I'd love to see mm-hmm. my images almost like a, like a painting. Cause I was, I got very into looking at oil paintings and um, if I can find an illustrator to do something like that. So I found someone who was able to work with my ideas 
And, um, you know, that, that's a process. If you're doing a children's book, illustrations from scratch can take a long time. You could you right. be looking at yeah. two, three months and upwards, and that's probably a short time. Um, depending on how many pages, so it all varies. But yeah. for me, he was able to work so quick because I had the foundational pictures that I wanted and he was able to transform it. So I think we finished it in like less than two months. Oh, wow. And your illustrations are incredible. Yeah, it's a beautiful book. They are incredibly clear. Some of them are vibrant. like, is that a picture? Yeah, yeah, yeah. they're amazing. Well, my, da- my daughter and my son is a subject in a few of them. So. Oh, okay, that's cool. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's, that's the underlying. But um yeah so uh from there you know you need to i mean i 100 percent recommend people getting an editor because even if your book is perfect you know some things might not flow as well or you might miss some punctuation so um i worked with um hasmark so they're an international uh publisher they're a, a vanity press so they you know i i pay to work with them but they have an editor they have layout they have uploads so it's a lot to you know for me it was well worth it because you know we're on the phone or emailing each other every day back and forth you know these are the edits take a look at it here's the layout it's a lot at this of point are I'm, you working with peggy at this point um well yes i was in her program okay yes. gotcha so she yeah because she says um even when your book is done it's not done right so, mm-hmm. The marketing, everything, and and I was going through her program when I was like reading about all the things that need to be done, and I did reach out to Hasmark because you know just figuring out how to get an Amazon account and an author account on them and upload it and you know look inside the book. These are all things that Hasmark was able to work with me on because I to take the time to do it myself, it would have taken me probably six months. You know, the writing was easy, all the technicalities that go behind it and uploading and and that stuff you should be working with somebody for a children's book because um you you can do it yourself uh but you know it might take a little time figuring it all out so okay those are great tips and so was that part of like uh, recommendations that peggy gives in her course okay and how curious how how did you come across peggy was that through just a google search or what was that like for you so um so yes so I'm actually working with a coach from um, uh, Bob Proctor. DJ, okay. Yeah. So, so I was working with her first and, you know, we've come leaps and bounds. She's actually, I, I kind of credit her because in that interim where I was like, oh, it's not a good idea. Google, uh, authors don't make any money. I Googled it. She's like, Heather, you're already a New York Times bestseller. I'm like, I, I don't, I don't know how you're saying that. You haven't mm-hmm. even read my book. You know, she's like, it's, a, it's done. She's like, it's already done. So she really like pushed me because I, in that sp- space where I was like waffling, I'm like, Oh, it's not really a good idea. I should just think about something else. You know, yeah. she's like, you have, you know, you're fulfilled in doing this. You need to be doing this and pursue it. And, you know, had I not had someone behind me like that, I don't think I would have pushed through. I would have probably let myself get caught up in the negative thoughts again, but she, um, she said, when you're, when you're ready, you definitely should take Peggy's course, you know, but she's like, you need to work also on your internal paradigms because you can right. do all those things. Mm-hmm. But then if you're making your own hurdles along the way, how is that going to help you? So, uh, you know, I'm still working with her. Um, but I, I do, I give her so much credit for seeing that in me and then believing in me before I believed in myself because it did take time for me to get past that. 
Isn't it crazy how we talk ourselves out of things? I mean, you had this idea. You're like, this is great. I want to put this together. And then you kind of start to work on it. And the only thing that's changed from that time when you came up with the idea to where you're about to talk yourself out of it is just the thoughts in your head. Like yeah. nobody, like there wasn't like a, a publisher that showed up to you or your door and said, you know, you're not going to be able to make this book successful. Like there wasn't some God that came down and said, you can't do this. It's just all in our heads. Right. These little things that we just start to tell ourselves like, oh, you're probably not good enough. Like I'm probably not. But why am I kind of wasting my time with this? And like you said, it's so important for us to catch that and be like, wait a second, why am I saying this to me? And and Peggy even talked about that with us too. She's like, tell you know, you are she. The, her story is really cool about how she was a New York Times bestseller way before she was a quote New York Times bestseller. She put it in right. from the very beginning. You know, that's what she was. Yeah. And if you do that, that helps keep those thoughts from creeping into your mind because you're like, you know what? No, I am a New York Times bestseller. I don't care what these little doubts say. This is what I am. Right. And, and yeah, you have to believe it and, and think that's, we're, we're so guilty of that, all of us. And it does come from paradigms from years of, you know, just putting myself down or having self doubt or, um, you know, being around other people who will put me down and me believing it and reinforcing that. And it's like I said, this, this, the books, it's, it's amazing. And, and it's only been, I think, I think I started like in like, August, September. So it hasn't even been a year uh, yet, but um, that's, that's amazing in and of itself, but who I'm becoming and and how I'm changing. And, um, and, and just even to say like, you know, I I have have a two-year-old and a four-year-old, but two-year-old's a little young to kind of realize anything, but my four-year-old, she's just like telling my, my, her teacher, my mom's an author and she's so proud. And that's awesome. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I'm reading her the book. She's like, read it to me again. And yeah, and then the best part was that, um, you know, like you're, you're going on this journey, but your kids are watching, you know, yeah. there's still everything that you do and, and your determination. And I don't want her ever to think I can't do this or I'm not good enough. And I, you've got to tell them all the time because this is that right. time when it goes straight into their brain. Like if they think they're no good, it's going to be there. Yeah. And, um, yeah, she, she, the other day, and this is so funny because, she was like, mommy, I have an idea for a book. And she starts telling me these little things that, you know, she's four. Um, and she's like, oh, we're eating cotton candy. We're on the clouds. And I'm like mm-hmm. writing this book down. And it's just like the cutest thing. And before I know it, I'm like, this would be like a really cute book about like dreams and other things. And, and I'm like, Shay, you helped me write this book. And she's so excited. And yeah. say, mommy, have another idea. Write this down. And <laughs> it's, it's just so amazing. <laughs> see a four-year-old get inspired and yeah, now she, that's great. You, know, whatever, you know she wants to write books or she wants to paint or whatever she's going to be able to tap into that an idea comes to my head write it down do this you know she's she's not like me she didn't take 39 years to uh come to this conclusion you know? yeah that's so great you're i'm so glad you, you mentioned that because we you are an inspiration to your daughter when you're doing yeah. this you know she's teaching her to go after your dreams and just that little change makes such an impact in her life oh yeah she's she's definitely seeing it and and everything you know she's she's um you know it just makes you a better better mom too because like what what better way to teach a, a child than through example mm-hmm. and she's she's learning that now so yeah it's awesome so you're taking Peggy's course. You found an illustrator. You've been able to basically knock out the illustrations in a couple months. 
Uh, where do you go next? So next um, is like all the marketing, basically. <laughs> so it's a lot. It's a lot of work. Like Peggy says, like five percent is writing the book, and ninety-five percent of it is marketing it. So that's another, you know, another terror barrier for me for me to get over. Right. Um, me to put myself out there and you know, just like, oh, email these places and, and publications and, and media and, you know, try to go into stores and, and ask them if they'll carry it. And mm-hmm. I'm still, you know, getting past those hurdles because everyone, you know, you're putting your, your heart out there on the line. And, and when someone doesn't like it or maybe, you know, says something not nice, it, it does hurt. Right. Um, but I, I'm trying, you know, that's my next my next step. So it, it was supposed to launch March 24th, but I'm going to do uh, pre-orders instead because I, I have to do some more marketing and kind of get the message out there. So. Okay. And so at this point, did you, you'd mentioned the editing company. Are those the ones that are printing it as well? Did you find, how did that work? Oh, shit. So, um, <clears throat> so basically Hasmark does all the, you know, the in-house services, the editing and the layout. Okay. And as far as printing, we have um, Ingram Spark, which does the hardcover. So Amazon, um, I think it's called KDP. I think it's, uh, I'm sorry if I'm getting the words wrong, oh, but Amazon, okay. has, Amazon has their own in-house print on demand. Oh, okay. um, wow, that's cool. They only do paperback. So I, in my heart, I wanted like a hardcover to go with it as well. So Ingram Spark is another print on demand in the US and they, you know, if someone can go, it'll be on Amazon. So someone can find it on Amazon when it goes uh, launch and then they order it. They can't tell if it goes through Ingram Spark or through Amazon. But if you order a hardcover, Ingram Spark prints it and paperback. Ah, okay. Yeah, interesting. Didn't know and that. It's still, it's very, it's, it is quick shipping still. I mean, I don't think it's a day turnaround because it is, right, right. but it's probably a couple of days. So it's, yeah. it's actually good. Man, um, we live in some crazy times. That's <laughs> I know. <laughs> Gosh. I know. The opportunity is there, you know, it's just it's just finding it and just like and pushing through. So yeah. And so you got you're in the marketing phase. You said the book comes out for pre-order at the end of March. And then is there like a solid launch date set or we did have one. Um because originally it was going to be March 24th, uh, but I'm actually, um, I, I'm trying, I made a few angel, not a few, probably a whole bulk of angel dolls to go with the book. Okay. And because of the manufacturing and whatnot, it, a couple of delays. So I wanted to um, sell that with the book. Um, okay. My, it's like, it's kind of like a comfort doll. And, um, you know, I actually, I, I got the idea originally when I had, I had gone down to see my mom in, in hospice, uh, you know, before she passed and I brought, I don't know what possessed me, but I brought my like 38 year old rag doll. To come with me. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, this is a comfort thing. And, and, and it turned out I had to, um, I was there for a few days and my mom, you know, what was still, was still around. And I, you know, I had to go back to my kids. They were very young at that point. And I left my doll like, in place of me with my mom and you know and, and it was just like this weird thing like i'm leaving a, a piece of me with right. her mm-hmm. and then um you know the crazy story is when when she did pass they almost like threw out this doll that had such so much meaning oh, well. to me wound oh. up finding it and whatnot but um you know i i just thought like as a, as a comfort thing to go along because i you know see kids they they deal with grief and in, in different ways and 
Um, I thought it would be something really nice to hold on to. My kids, both my, my son and my daughter are fighting over this one sample that I have. I'm like, no, you can't rip yeah. this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, but they, it's but they already 38 years it. old. Yeah. yeah. Oh no. They, the sample. Oh, the sample. Gotcha. Okay. okay. Yeah. 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 They let, yeah. I let them play with my, my little rag doll, but it's just funny that something like that could, you know, could help kids or, you know, or people just cope a little bit better, you know, to yeah. go, I wanted to brand it with the book and that's kind of setting me a little bit on a delay. Um, so we're c- probably pushing it back a couple months, but I'm, I'm looking to hopefully do the pre-order in, in March, end of March. So that okay. way on my website or, um, you know, I'm, I might have another platform, but probably on my website, I'll be taking pre-orders. Okay. Great. Cool. And uh, sorry, Vin, uh, uh, as, as far as, um, looking at the whole, you kind of mentioned that the writing part was the easiest. What would you say has been the toughest hurdle so far? Oh, probably just my myself, you know, just getting I'm out still, there. Okay. Yeah, getting out there, and then, you know, it's st- it still pops up. I mean, as much as I've as far as I've come, I, I believe in my own in my own, you know, getting past my own limiting beliefs. I it still pops up. You know, like what if they say no, or what if they're not interested, or what if they turn me down, or you know, most recently, two people were like, "Oh, I would be so upset if someone read that book to my kid because it mm. goes against my," you know it goes directly contradiction to my beliefs. And, uh, you know, I was like, okay, I have to just accept that. Mm-hmm. Um, and that hurt me, I think, you know, a little bit because I'm just writing this out of love and I'm hoping right. somebody, <laughs> but someone finds it to be offensive. I mean, I'm not, you know, I can't please everybody and exactly. I have to yeah. Yeah. through my head. And as a, you know, people pleaser, like I, 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 you know, that sometimes comes a little bit harsh to you, but, you have to just, um, just move on. You know, you know, you know your purpose and you're doing this to, you know, from a, a place of good and from wanting to help other people mm-hmm. and you need to get yourself out there to help those people. And they're not yeah. going to know about it if you're like, you know, hurtling in the corner, like my feelings are hurt or I can't do it anymore. So I just, it, it's, it's myself. It's still getting over myself and, and dealing with that as it comes, but you yeah. know, it. and you're realizing it when it comes up. It sounds like though. Yeah. It's, it's that awareness that right. like, it hurts, but I'm not going to let this carry on for, you know, a week. Like in the past, like I would think about it every single day and just like, like harp on this. Yeah. Now I accept it. I'm like, okay. And, and then you have to move on because we're human, you know, and we are going to get hurt. Someone's going to hurt our feelings. And it's just whether or not you're going to like let that affect your entire day and, and ruin it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would say too. It's like, you know, you came to a p- point of peace when you wrote this book, and you're and obviously it's not it's not a controversial book. So to me, it's like if someone's upset about, it, like, okay, well, that sounds like that's a you problem. That's because, a paradigm that, that they that's have. A, that's yeah. A, yeah, yeah, that's that's like I'm at peace with what I wrote here, and it's not controversial. It's great. It's loving, and if that offends you, I'm sorry, but that's it. That's a you problem, and not a and not right. a yeah. It's good. Yeah, just anything, anything like angels or whatever, like. I, and it's funny, like, you know, like Peggy and Bob will say, just send them love, you know, like, yeah. I, I can understand if someone was like, I don't want that read to my kid, because I don't want them to think, you know, like, you know, someone's going to pass on or whatever. But it wasn't that it was just like, it's direct contradiction. I was like, okay, you know, yeah, like, exactly. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, and I, I am looking to get this in the hands of, of kids and people who are who did lose a loved one. And you know, when I was even talking to Peggy, she was like, you know, we should make one for 
my grandpa and for, you know, yeah, I was thinking that when I read it too. Absolutely. Yeah. And I definitely want to do that. I mean, it's in, I'm kind of like scribbling down ideas like in the works for for that, for like an angel series or whatnot. And um, I'd love to do that because I know someone who just lost their husband and, you know, their grandkids are, I sent her a copy of the book and I would love to send her one that had, you know, angel grandpa and, you know, um, and I think there's like, there's a market for it because, you know, myself, even trying to explain it to my children, you know, it's, it's, it's hard to find the words. And this is just kind of, um, you know, just reminds that they're, they're always with us. They're always, mm-hmm. you know, they're in your heart there and you're in, in your mind, like you can kind of tap into that. And I think, you know, I think that's so important. We have, we have to find ways to cope. You can't just say, you know, move on, get on with it. And that's kind of like what I was, you know, grappling with after my mom passed, everyone moves on with their lives and you're stuck in this like limbo, like, okay, now what? Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, if you read this to them or if someone's struggling and you're saying they're always with us, they're always around us, your love, you know, it never ends. I don't think that's a bad message. I think that's something right. that we all, you know, use. So, yeah. Love it. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> so, at this point, um, the book's coming out soon, and mm-hmm. are you just full bore marketing mode? You kind of have to take the author hat on and put on the marketing hat. Yeah, pretty much. You know, I, I it makes me very uncomfortable because I would just like to write books, and that's it. You know, right. but um, but yeah, it, it's such a learn. It's like even just the marketing, but kind of getting more confidence in myself. And again, you know, my, my, my daughter, my kids are watching. My husband's very proud of me. Uh, even when I sent like showed him the, the poem before it was a story or a picture book, he was like, wow, it's going to be a great book. And, mm-hmm. you know, he knows he, he lost his mom. Um, he, we, we lost his mom and then my mom within two years. So it's, mm-hmm. it was a rough time, you know, and my kids, like I said, two and four now, uh, they have very little, you know, memory of them. So this was Definitely. this was very important to get out. And I know, you know, even working with Mariko, who's my who's my coach, I'm like, oh, I don't, I don't want to do a video. I don't want to do this. And she's mm-hmm. like, Heather, you have to stop making it about you. You know, it's it's about the message. And if you can, if you believe in the message and you believe in the book, you know, don't make it about you. If someone hurts your feelings or whatever, okay, just get the message out there because people are going to want to read it. And, you know, I've, I've had a few friends reach out to me, like, where can I get the book? I, I saw someone in a mom group that's struggling with, you know, the grandfather that just passed away and like, mm. it's great for them. And it's, it's people like that. I have to remember. You're going to hear so many stories yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah I, would, I would love to touch. And the ones that hate it or don't, you know, are offended by it or whatever, you know, they're always going to be there. They're going to mm-hmm. find something to be offended by for anyone, you know, so yeah. I just have to kind of let that roll off me. Like Peggy says, just like let it roll off and and move on. So yes, marketing is, is huge. And it's just me um, getting myself out there and, and believing in the message. And yeah, use the, use the haters as a barometer for success because you probably figure that each hater is like one in a thousand. So if you get like 10 people of like, who say they hate your book, that means that 10,000 people love it. I was thinking the same thing earlier. That's so true. It's not, you know, it's like, use it as a barometer. You're like, okay, cool. That person hated That means another 10,000 people love my book. That's an awesome way to look at it. I definitely am going to spin it that way. Yeah. Yeah. You mentioned uh, a charity kind of at the beginning. Are you, is the book tied to the charity in any way as far as proceeds go or anything like that? 
this one, th- this one, I am going to donate uh, portions of the charity to Unstoppable. Um, okay. Portion of the net proceeds, hopefully, okay. hopefully to make some net proceeds. Um, but then the the charity that I was working with originally, he is trying to become an NGO, so he's technically not a okay. full on. So I don't want to like say the name and then get you know gotcha. everyone in trouble or whatever. Um, but you know, I've given money to him personally, and I know that he's trying to get it's it's a whole different. Gotcha. You know, okay. Gotcha. But unstoppable, I'll be donating to. Okay. Great. So the unstoppable foundation, we'll put that in the show notes too. So anyone that's listening, you know, we'll link, you know, everything that we've kind of talked about in the show notes for people if they want to go back and find out more. That's great. Thank you so much. Yeah. Well, you've been an absolute pleasure. I'm really looking forward to getting the book. Um, you know, both Fade and I both have two young kids and, um, you know, for us to be able to share something like this with them, it kind of helps you know, the understanding process and it's a beautiful book and we will definitely support you in every way we can. And I really just look forward to seeing it on the bookshelves. Thank you so much, guys. Thank you for this opportunity. I really appreciate it. Yeah. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. If you liked today's episode, you can find more information at mycorneroftheuniverse.com and don't forget to subscribe. Thank you. Hey, did you enjoy that episode? And are you an aspiring author? If you answered yes to both of those questions, you want to make sure you listen to the episode we did right before this with Peggy McCall. She has multiple programs that are designed for new authors. So make sure to listen to the previous episode with Peggy McCall and then visit PeggyMcCall.com. Have you heard of light therapy? What about photobiomodulation? A fancy way of saying light therapy. Or stem cell activation. That's right. I said stem cells. The big buzzword in health that no one can afford. Well, you can afford it now. Head on over to my corner of the universe forward slash support the show and click on LifeWave. They offer a 30-day money-back guarantee. You can't beat that. So head on over to my corner of the universe forward slash support the show and get started today.